I'm Laura Arnold, the girl who was told. Sorry. My one shot. Okay. <laughs> Let me try that again. You were doing so good. I know. I was so confident. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Join a couple of dolts as we dote out some anecdotes. And welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Everyone and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm Laura Arnold, the girl who is too old to say probs. And joining me on this podcast is the guy who is definitely, definitely too old to use modern slang, John Seidenberg. Oh my god. <laughs> I love how I give you power for just one episode to introduce this thing, and you just took it. You just hit below the belt. I'm sorry. I was literally trying to decide which direction I wanted to go because I was gonna. I was debating if I should do, um, like, is uh, definitely not too old to use modern slang, but you're older than me, so. <laughs> If I'm too old to use props, then you are too. <laughs> you know, most of this season, I've been pretty complimentary for you when I'm introducing you. That's so true. That ends now. <laughs> Noted. I did this to myself. Rude. Um, so wh- why are you too old to use the term props? Um. Okay. So I I was stage managing a Christmas carol. And we had a cast of, I can't remember numbers, but basically our cast was half like kids um, Mm -hmm. aging anywhere from 18 to eight. You know, as a stage manager, like you're giving everybody information about like what's happening in rehearsal. So on this particular day, I I had made sort of an assumption about where we were going to be picking up, but I hadn't actually consulted the director, but I needed us to get started. Mm -hmm. So I said something along the lines of, hey, everybody, we are back and we are probs starting from scene blah and I need blah. And one of the kids in the cast looked at me and went, did you just say probs? And the guy who was playing Scrooge at the time looked at me and said, yeah, it's funny when old people say it, right? And I was like, wait a minute. Does that mean I'm an old person? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say um, as when I was working with a couple of different touring children's theaters, um, real quick, if you hear a squeaking that sounds like like a a doll being it's um what i've given a i'm not unfortunately <laughs> um, my dog buck has been given a chicken that squeaks and so if you hear that throughout this episode rather than me taking away his toy so that way he just stares at me and claws at my arm because he wants attention i've let him continue to play with this awful stupid squeaky toy so if you hear that in the background 
that's what that is. When I was working with different touring children's theaters, um, I would, in attempt to try and be funny, I would say things like, oh, that's so fetch or that's so, you know, that's so lit. And I would try and like, I would, knowing that I was not using the term correctly, I would try and use those terms to try and get laughter out of the kids. And it almost always worked because they'd be like, why on earth are you trying to use... <laughs> This word, and it's definitely not rolling off your tongue. I wanted to, I wanted to bring something to light because I, especially, you know, being around the holidays, you know, you're around your family a lot during the holidays. And one thing that has consistently come up in the past couple of weeks, especially talking to my mom, is um, lies that parents tell their kids um, and so, uh, are there any, like right now, before I get into like the main segment, are there any lies that you can remember your parents telling you that you grew up and you learned were not true? Oh my God. I'm sure there were some. Like for an example, I was, <laughs> I was reading this huge thread the other day about lies that parents told their kids. And one of them was... Um, if the McDonald's arches were lit up, that meant they were out of food. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Which is really freaking brilliant. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to text my mom right now because I can't think of any, but I know those mothers lied. <laughs> so when I first heard about the tooth fairy, um, the tooth fairy is such a big one. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, all these people put their teeth under their pillow and then they get money. I'm gonna try this. And so I put it on my pillow, woke up the next morning, nothing, just my tooth. And I was like, okay, she didn't have chi- she didn't have time to visit my pillow yet. So I'm going to keep it under there. I kept my tooth under my pillow for days (laughs) waiting for the tooth fairy to come put a dollar bill underneath my pillow and replace it with my tooth. Never once did the tooth fairy ever visit John's bedroom. (laughs) Okay, so the first one. When my daughter was young, I told her that when she lied, a red spot would appear on the middle of her forehead. I knew for sure it worked when she did indeed lie, and then she put her hand up to cover her forehead. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. I mean, I will say that, like, whenever my dad, like, caught me in, like, not a super huge lie, but like a little bit of a lie. He would be like, your nose is growing Pinocchio. And I'd be like, Oh no, not that I believe that it was actually growing, but that's how I knew he was. He knew I was lying. (laughs) (laughs) So do you think that's a good lie or a bad lie? I think all lies to children are bad lies. I don't know. I feel like that's a good way of being able to catch them in their lie. Like, I see what you're trying to do there. And I, I like do what's right for you. Okay. All right. Next one. They don't sell replacement batteries for that toy. (laughs) It's super loud and noisy, isn't it? (laughs) Good lie, bad lie. I, 
Let me just say, if there was, if the thing causing the squeaking of this chicken with my dog was battery operated, I would have told Buck days ago that there were not replacement batteries for that toy. But the thing is, is like, quote unquote, saying that to a dog and we're like not replacing the squeaker in his favorite toy or getting him a new toy that still has a good squeaker in it. Is so different than like telling your child, your child human, that there's no replacement batteries for the toy that they love. <laughs> is like, okay, so the, I disagree with this on two levels. First of all, they're gonna catch you in your lie eventually. Mm-hmm. It might take a little while, but it'll happen eventually. And second of all, If they're like, well, I guess I don't know. No, I shouldn't say that because like the 21st century and kids understand batteries way earlier than I ever did. (laughs) This one is one that my parents should have done for me. This is a lie they should have told me. I was told that every person gets 10,000 words per month. (laughs) If you reach the limit, you couldn't physically speak until the new month began. All my dad had to say was, careful, you're already at 9,000 words. And it would (laughs) shut me right up. (laughs) What about this one? Grandma told me there's a tube connecting my belly button to my butt. And that if I unscrew my belly button, my butt will fall off. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Also, is this only for like Audis? Because how do you unscrew an Amy? <laughs> no, that's it's such a, a stupid <laughs> lie. It's not even like with a reason. The number of people that I've seen that have had something similar to that of like your belly button unscrews your butt. There have been many what? of those that I've seen. <laughs> okay, the last one that we have here, Laura. Um, when we went to the store, my mom used to say, every time you touch something, a kitten dies. <laughs> That's so mean. That's so mean. Okay, I'm very... I mean, it's not too far from what mothers used to tell their their kids when they were becoming sexually active which was if you if you touch something a kitten dies i was never told that so do you think that's a good lie or a bad lie i think that's a horrible lie <laughs> well on that note doters that is another episode in the books Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Do you have questions, concerns, or opinions you'd like to share with us? Send those to us at theanecdotaldote at gmail.com, and they might end up on a future podcast. Yeah, tell us about the lies you've told your kids. Or kids, tell us about the lies your parents have told you and how you feel about them. Yes, were your parent did your parents tell you if you touch yourself you go to hell? Not from personal experience. If they have, share those with us. We'd love to share them to the world. <laughs> and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Write as a review and share this podcast with your friends. Remember everyone has a story to tell, especially you, so send them in. We're excited to listen. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Ooh.
greatest job carrying the intro of the podcast. How do you feel? Um, I hope I didn't f- up too much. I was really <laughs> nervous, but I was so excited. Okay, this is my thing. Is like for seasons, right? seasons you have done mm-hmm. our introductions mm-hmm. and way back when I was like oh someday he's gonna ask me to do one and I'm not gonna be ready and then that never happened and then it became of like he doesn't think I can do it um, but I can <laughs> so I've been trying to think of like what is one of my what is a good intro and so I hope I didn't f*** it up I would like to say the only reason I've done that is because you have made it like your life's mission to make sure that I knew how much you don't have confidence in your own stories and stuff. So, yeah. But that's true, though. I've said repeatedly, I will say it again. I'm the hype man. I'm like the flavor Flav of this podcast. Yeah. Flavor Flav was a part of. Never mind. Oh, I'm sorry. Did he work for like McCormick for like their their steak seasoning? No. Fl- oh, my God. 